4: Live stream edition, hosted by the boys of Post Game Live, CP from the Knicks Fan TV, my man Jay Ellis from the of Time Show. If you're a diehard Knicks fan who loves to hear about Knicks news and rumors, make sure you hit that subscribe button below, and the notification bell, so you don't miss anything. Because today, we got a special guest joining us, Jay Ellis. Yeah, sure do. If we don't get Kevin Durant in free agency, we, we, we got the Kevin Durant of Knicks Media. In Pretty the building, much. Ian Begley joining us today. Ian, how you doing tonight, man?
5: What What's going on, guys? You guys are too kind. Uh, <laughs> very happy to be here with you. And uh, exciting time for the NBA and, and for the Knicks. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens in the coming weeks.
4: Absolutely, man. This is the most important offseason in the Knicks history, man. But, Ian, I got to tell you something, man. Every day as the news hits, it seems like the Murphy's Law of Knicks offseason, man. What can go wrong is going wrong for the Knicks. The biggest topic this week was the Kevin Durant Achilles injury. We saw today that KD confirmed it was a rupture Achilles and, and he uh, did undergo surgery. Where do we go from here, man? What are the Knicks thinking in terms of pursuing KD this offseason, knowing what they know now?
5: Well, there are people in the organization that, would be open to offering him a contract this summer, even though he probably will be out for the next 12 months or so. I think that um, it's going to be interesting to see how they proceed, because I don't think the Knicks are the only team that would be willing to offer Kevin a contract this summer, despite the injury. And uh, I think what one of, the, one of the things that I had heard as far as the Knicks go with this is some people over there think that if Kevin sits out the year, It's okay because it gives them time to continue to develop the young guys on the roster, and then you jump back into free agency in 2020, maybe you have another uh, top pick, um, and you become an even more attractive destination for free agents. It's certainly a risky proposition because, as we all know, how significant that injury is, and Kevin, I think, will be around 32 when he comes back. Um, But I think some people in the organization see that, as an option moving forward for them.
6: Uh, now, now, Ian, I know we all see what Kawhi is doing right now for these finals, and we see what KD is going through right now. So does that switch the Knicks' priority? Because I know before it was mentioned that Kawhi and KD were kind of neck and neck on the priority list. but does that switch the priority for the Knicks? Is Kawhi now higher on the Well, trip? I'm
5: sure... Yeah, I think in a perfect world, if you had your choice of either guy, you would take the guy who wasn't coming off of ACL surgery. And I think that's that's certainly the case. Um, but I think as far as the Knicks go, like they would be obviously thrilled to have Kawhi, but I think they'd also be thrilled to have Kevin because of um, the way they've positioned themselves this summer. They were hoping to get one, if not two guys, two max guys. So, the idea that they would get either one, I think what they would consider a big win. But obviously, if you had your choice of one or the other, you would take the guy that's healthy and not the guy that's coming off a major surgery. And,
4: and I mean, you know, we we just don't have a good history with guys coming off nah. injury to signing the big contracts, man. That's, that's just bad juju for us. But I do understand the approach of, you know, potentially trying to get Katie in here while you develop the young guys. Do they feel like he would be their primary target while still going after, you know, a Kyrie or a Kawhi, or do they see it as let's go to KD and then spread the rest of the money around, you know, for some more established vets that can kind of fortify the youth movement that we got going on?
5: I don't I don't know specifically, but I think that, you know, again, it goes back to kind of your priorities and, and, and kind of, who you would love to have on your roster. I, I think that if they think they have a, a good shot at Kawhi or if Kawhi says he's going to sign here, yep. they don't look away from that just because they already have Kevin Durant uh, signed to a contract. So I think it's just it's just a matter of those top-tier guys. If you get multiple top-tier guys, you do it. You don't shy away from that just because you have one in house and you think getting veterans to surround them is a, is a better idea. So, yeah, we're, we're talking about dream scenarios right now for the Knicks. I think – Probably, you know, best best case scenario for them is to get one of those two right. uh, in in the door, and then see what you can do with the rest of your money. And uh, as far as Kyrie goes, you know, I know um, he, uh, you know, he had talked about the idea that he was would have considered the Knicks right. in free agency before he recommitted to Boston. And now, obviously, everything is open. But the the teams that are monitoring his situation, the teams that are interested in signing him, are under the impression that the Nets are the odds-on favorite at the moment to land him if he decides to leave Boston. I think that's kind of where the Kyrie situation stands at the moment. Now, listen, you know, here we are. um, We're sitting here Wednesday night. You know, free agency is not until the end of the month. So, plenty of things can change. You got players can change their mind. Teams can change their mind. That's where the Kyrie situation is at the moment, though. Yeah,
4: yeah, and and you mentioned the Kyrie situation, and and in regards to him opting out of Boston, but now we're hearing that uh, you know switching topics to the AD trade, we're hearing that uh, Boston and LA have have become the front runners for for AD. Um, talk a little bit about that. I, I know you had mentioned that. Uh, the Knicks were apprehensive of of parting with some of their young assets in an AD trade. Um, so, where are they at? How motivated do you, do you think uh, they are now for for uh, Anthony
5: Davis? From what I had heard, you know, they're they're plenty motivated. They would love to to get a deal done, but I think there's a kind of a line in the sand that's been drawn, and and there's a there's an apprehension to giving up, you know what the Pelicans desire. And and that would be, you know, multiple picks, multiple players, and maybe even the Knicks making a trade with another team to get a young star to then flip to New Orleans. So it's a big ask. And, And I know that, you know, some people over there, I can't speak for excuse me, everybody, but I know that there are some people in the organization that say, we don't want to give up, you know, heaven and earth to trade for Anthony Davis, especially if he's going to be a free agent next year. And there are some people that are kind of apprehensive because of what happened with the Carmelo Anthony trade where you gave up a lot to get Carmelo here. And for various reasons, a million different reasons, the Knicks didn't end up where they wanted to be uh, during Carmelo's time here. And then I guess the thinking is now, well, man, imagine if we got Carmelo as a free agent, we didn't have to give up all that. Imagine what kind of place we would have been in had that scenario played itself
6: out. So, you know, are there any sleeper free agents that are on the Knicks' radar? Like, say we do kind of miss on these top free agents. I know um, Brooklyn, for example, they have Kyrie Irving there. They might not want D'Lo there with Kyrie. It's, so he could be a possibility. Is Are there sleeper free agents like D'Lo who the Knicks have their eye on that could possibly be a Knick next week?
5: So I think that, and I don't know this, but this is kind of, what what Scott Perry and Steve Mills have talked about on the record is with free agency, like if they don't get their guys, they're not going to sign somebody just to sign somebody. So their top targets are everybody else's top targets. It's, it's Kevin and it's Kawhi. And I think that if they don't get either of those two guys, it doesn't sound to me like they are uh, desperate just to throw money around just to do it, just to sign somebody. So Um, you know, speaking about D'Angelo Russell or other free agents that will be in the market to secure these, you know, four-term, four-year deals with close to max money. I'm not sure if there's anybody that the Knicks are clamoring to sign to make that kind of commitment to. Um, Now, I mean, listen, do do they change course? And is there somebody out there that they say, hey, we can get this guy, let's bring him in? I think, yes, if it's a young player, uh you know they would be certainly open to that but as far as signing like a a, an established star that's on the other side of 30 Hmm. I don't think if it's not Kevin or it's not Kawhi they're not they're not you know jumping out of their skin to get somebody like that in here hey sounds good to me man because you know what Ian I think
4: a large majority of the fan base whether or not we sign these two max contracts they want to stick with the youth build and I think that's why a lot of the fan base, they were against the AD trade, especially now you're hearing Rich Paul come out, you know, in the Sports Illustrated interview stating that regardless of where he ends up, he's, he's going to uh, head into 2020 free agency. Not sure if that's a smokescreen, you know, to, to stay, you know, with LA or the Knicks and, and not stay in Boston, but it, it's too much of a gamble. And I think the fan base, they're excited about RJ Barrett, the, protect, the prospects of RJ Barrett. They're excited about Mitch and they want to continue
5: with, with the youth rebuild. So I think you know the interesting thing with Anthony Davis is I was told that he would strongly consider signing here, re-signing here, however you want to term it, if the Knicks did trade for him. So that's the one risk with kind of not not doing that Anthony Davis deal, letting him go to let's say a Los Angeles or a Boston. Yeah. Then he's in the building. He's in that building for a year. They have a chance to sell him on their program for a year. And if that goes well, if they win, you know, they put themselves at probably the top of the list to re-sign him. And that's that's kind of the If the Knicks would be interested in signing Anthony Davis, you know, as a free agent in 2020, obviously they would be. The risk there is kind of them falling uh, off of the – near the top of his list because he's at another place and he's comfortable at another place. But as far as building through the youth, you know, I think that – listen, that's, that's a sound strategy, but I think that they're, you know, coming into this summer, the thinking was the Knicks had opened up the enough cap space for two uh, max contracts based on that Porzingis trade and and based on uh, stretching Jokey Noah. Mm -hmm. And so they were, they were in, they were all in on this summer. And then obviously the Duran injury kind of changed the calculus. Um, So I think in a general sense, yes, youth movement makes a lot of sense, but Let's not forget that they were in on free agency for this summer for a long time.
4: Um, Real quick, before we get to the draft, people in the chat are stating that Kyrie has fired his agent and has signed up with Rich Paul and Clutch. Are you you hearing that?
5: I did did not report that. I saw the same thing about uh, him firing uh, his longtime agent, and I hadn't heard that about um, Rich Paul. I think Woj just reported that uh, Kyrie is, is signed with rock nation, which is not oh, rock, obviously okay. LeBron's agency. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so, so yeah. So, I mean, that's interesting especially because, um, you know, they're based in New York and, you know, a lot of people think Kyrie is going to sign with the Nets. So there's, there's a little bit of a synergy ah, there as well. Smoke there, man. Um, yeah, a, lot yeah. of, a lot of so, Nets
4: smoke, Jay-Z smoke.
5: Yeah, man.
6: Ah, God, Jay, terrible, <laughs> terrible, man!
4: Damn, he betrayed us. All right, terrible. All right, uh, I know, I know. We got a couple minutes, man. Shifting gears oh. to the draft. Yeah. Um, oh. how did how did the Knicks react to to RJ's workout uh, on Monday?
5: So based on what I heard, you know, I don't think it was uh, the like they didn't. It, when you're in an individual workout, it's not like this strenuous thing where you're you're not scrimmaging, you're not like you know. Uh, so I think that they liked what they saw. And I think that based on what I heard that the conversations between RJ and the meetings with team officials, Fisdale, Nils Perry, they all went well. So, uh, I don't, I didn't hear of anything that happened that would dissuade New York from choosing RJ at three. If he's there, we assume he will be there. Um, you know, the Knicks are going to meet, have a meeting with John Morant, uh, before the draft. So that's, I mean, we think that Memphis is going to take Moran. He's not going to be there on the board, but that tells you that the Knicks, at the very least, uh, very, like Moran a lot and uh, want to wanted to bring him up here to meet him in person just in case he does slide to three. But it, it seems like RJ is going to be there at three and, and he will be the
6: Knicks He will pick. be the guy. All right. So, you know, let's slide, let's slide back into the youth movement conversation. Um, Frank has been away for a long time. He's kind of been working out secluded in France for a long time. I'm not sure if that's an indication of whether he's going to, he's kind of still locked in with the Knicks or not. Do you get a feeling that the Knicks are prioritizing moving Frank sometime this offseason or, or are they just kind of taking a wait and see? approach?
5: I think it's kind of always been this case with Frank and and I think most of the roster it's been if a deal comes up that makes sense for them, they're going to do it. I don't think anybody is necessarily off limits, uh, and I think that's been the case going back to the trade deadline with Frank. If there was an offer presented to the Knicks that they liked, I think they would have uh, they would have made that move. So, um, but you can say that about really anybody on the roster. But I think as far as the prioritizing Frank and kind of where he is on the totem pole, I think because of the kind of him not like getting a ton of minutes last year and him not being a Scott Perry draft pick. I think that makes it more likely that he gets moved if that, that offer comes along than, let's say, somebody that parried in those drafts like a Kevin Knox. I think that's kind of how you look at it. But, again, I don't think it's like a, like a, the Knicks are sitting there saying, well, on draft night we're definitely going to fr- uh, move Frank Nillikina. I think it's a matter of what they can get back. And if they like that return, if they do, I think they'll pull the trigger. All right. Uh-huh.
4: Ian, how about um, ISO-ZO? Another decision that has to be made on draft night, June 20th, is whether or not they're going to pick up that team option. Uh, there was talk in terms of how they structure the cap and in, in, in their pursuit of two max free agents in conjunction with uh, having a number three pick that a, a roster spot could come down between Frank and ISO. Where do you see them going in terms of picking up that team option um, next Thursday?
5: I think that depends on what they hear about free agency going into Thursday. Like if, if they think that based on the math, you know, they can get two max guys. And, and then I think in that instance, if it meant that they would either uh, not pick up the option, but then resign Alonzo to a different contract, then that's the way they would go. But if they felt like they didn't have a good shot at, and they didn't need that kind of space, I think that they pick up the option. Cause I think the idea also was, to, to have Alonzo as potential uh, somebody you could trade, including an AD deal. But I, I would think that a deal gets done before June 20th, so that wouldn't be something that they would have to consider. So I think the consideration there is more of a math issue with, uh, do they need that cap space? Will they not need that cap space? Um, so I think it'll depend on what
6: they learn between now and Thursday. I don't think there's been a, a decision made yet. Cool. So you know what? Um, let's go back to the draft for a second. Um, there were rumors that the Knicks were considering trading down and I know they just met RJ. How, how likely do you see that happening? I know trading down can actually probably help the Knicks with cap flexibility. Do you feel like there's somebody there that they feel is comparable to RJ that can trade down for probably at five?
5: I haven't heard anything significant recently. I mean, I know that people there are are big fans of Jared Culver uh, from Texas Tech, and I know that there are some people with the Knicks that are fans of Kent Reddish. And we think both of those guys go later than three. So, you know, I think those would be two guys who they would clearly look at if they did decide to trade down. And, I, you know, I haven't heard of any – significant talks not to say that that doesn't mean they're happening um they very well could be i just haven't heard of any and but i say that to say that there are guys um that we think go outside of the top three that that some people in the organization are are fans of are high on so i wouldn't be surprised if you know those any any kind of deal to trade down would be under consideration but i haven't heard anything concrete enough to report
4: Okay. Uh, Ian, how you looking on time? You got a cut or do we have time for one more question?
5: Yeah, I think I should jump because I okay. have this other thing to do.
4: Okay. No, hey, hey, man, we, we definitely appreciate the time, man. And, and certainly uh, you coming by and dropping some insights on the show, man. Thanks. Thanks again. Ian okay. Begley of yeah, SNY. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, thanks again for giving us some time, man.
5: Huge. My pleasure, fellas. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you guys soon.
4: Absolutely. Uh, all right, take care. That was uh, Ian Begley with SNY, Jay Ellis. Bro,
6: it's good stuff, man. Ha- that happened just now. <laughs> That's that good stuff, man. That happened just now, CP. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, man. That
4: was uh, that was a good segment right there, man. We definitely appreciate him for for dropping by. Let me yeah. get you back into view here. Shout out to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for Ian Begley. That, that was a major move right there, JLs. We did that.
6: Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Just, just <laughs> dropping by. You know just what I'm saying? Off. Just oh, dropping God. by. Casually have Ian Begley on yeah, the
4: show. Yeah, props to Ian Begley. You know what I mean? <laughs> just casually have Ian Begley on the line. Um, yeah. Shout out to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Definitely appreciate it. Subscribe to the channel. If you guys are new to the chat, uh, give us a hashtag new man. This is what we do: we talk about uh, Knicks news, Knicks rumors during the off season, and during the season we go live after every game. Get your opinions, give you our takeaways, get your takeaways, and this is the community that, that we're here building. Uh, let's go to the phone sales. Obviously, you know, with with limited time, we didn't have much time to go to the phone, So uh, with Ian, but let let's hear from some guys. Are you up first? I want to talk about the off-season. Ari, how you feeling, man?
3: Hey, I'm feeling good. Uh, I, I joined a little bit late. Uh, sorry about that, but I heard what, most of what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, listen, so this is where I'm at. So first of all, I'm off suicide watch. I'm feeling a little bit better today. <laughs> you, you, um, back, you back with us, man? I'm, I'm back with you guys a little bit. I'm back, I'm back. Um, okay. I don't think it's... Whatever. I'm not even going to go there. But um, listen, in a perfect world, what I'm hoping for is that the Celtics are dumb enough to actually trade for Anthony Davis. Yeah. And then he opts out next year, and we don't have to give up the farm for him. Yeah. Um, that's a perfect world. Um, you know, I'm writing I, – I don't, I don't know if you guys – I told CPA, but I, and JL, so I'm writing an article. I actually just finished it, so I don't want to go too much into what I just did, what I just wrote. But, you know, I feel like people often decide, like, okay, like, are we going to go with the youth or are we going to go with the free agency route, right? And, you know, a lot of people think the free agency route is, like, the get-rich-quick scheme, and a lot of people think, you know, the youth movement is, like, the safer but longer-term investment or whatever it is, right? Now, the way I think about it is I don't see why we can't do both. I just don't see why we can't do both, right? And I agree with Ian Begley, like, when it comes to max free agents, you either go for Kawhi Leonard, obviously, or – Kevin Durant at 75% because he's never going to be 100% ever again. And the question now becomes is he going to be, is 75% of the best player in the world still worth a max contract? And in my opinion, he is. Uh, you know, he may not be first team all NBA, but he's going to still be third team all NBA, let's say. You know, Giannis, LeBron may jump him again, you know, Kawhi, but he's still going to be a real, like, I still think, he, I still have hope for him to be like a really good player, mm-hmm. just not the Kevin, like, we as Knicks fans just cannot expect to get see Kevin Durant, like you know, in his prime necessarily. But we should still be able to expect a max level player out of Kevin Durant, like a real max, yeah. not like a Tobias Harris max, right? So what I think we should do is if we get Kawhi, great. If we get Kevin Durant, all right, great. If we don't get either one of those, then I don't see the purpose in signing a Kyrie Irving or yeah, I mean, yeah. a Kemba yeah. Walker, Clay, Clay Thompson. The second tier of guys. Then, you know, what you do is, in my opinion, what I alluded to last time, you know, you you take on a bad contract the way, you know, Atlanta took on Alan Crabb, and they got two Mm first-round picks out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, you add it to the the stable of assets, and then you re-up in two years once that contract expires, and then, you know, and then you start all over again. You know, like I said, you know, we had hopes for next year being a big year for us. That all went down the drain once Kevin Durant snapped his Achilles. But, you know, it's not the end of the world because we do have the flexibility of of all these draft assets. Imagine we never traded Chris Stapps for right? And then we had to decide whether we wanted to throw Max Money at a seven foot three guy coming off an ACL injury, and we didn't have the Dallas picks and we didn't have Dennis Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that, that would be much worse. But thank God we did that trade, and it was a good trade. And, you know, we have the flexibility that we know we could do we we could continue to build from there. What I'm basically trying to say is that, you know, don't trade for Anthony Davis, obviously number one. Yeah. Don't sign any max free agents unless it's Kevin Durant or seventy five percent of Kevin Durant, which is what's gonna happen, I think. Mm-hmm. And Kawhi Leonard. And regardless of which you keep the draft assets and try to continue building because then you diversify your risk. And not go into that I'm in in writing, but then the yeah, you spread it out. If Kevin Durant comes back and he isn't Kevin Durant, let's say. Let's mm-hmm. say he's not 75%. He's 35%. It's not the end of the world because you have R.J. Barrett. You have Mitchell Robinson. You have the Dallas picks. And for all you know, Dallas could be in the lottery, and then it's a top-four pick. And then, boom, you get another game-changer, right? Mm-hmm. So definitely don't trade the asset. The ass- that's, a- that's, a- that's, a- that's a hedge against free agency. Yeah. You have to do a little bit of both. Don't put all your eggs in free agency. And don't put it all in the youth movement. Because, like, you know, there's also problems with the youth movement. We drafted Frederick Weiss. We drafted Ronaldo Bachman. We drafted, you know, Jordan Hill. You can't put all your eggs in that basket either. So you have to do a little bit of both. And that's where I'm at.
4: Ari, with the voice of reason once again, man. Appreciate the call, Ari. Definitely appreciate it. I mean, listen, I'm still on the fence with the KD thing, I'll be honest. I just feel like... It's a crazy risk with him come being 32 years old, um, you know, with a ruptured Achilles. We just don't have that good, uh, you know, energy when it comes to that. You know, it becomes same old Knicks when the guy nice comes man. here and, and re-inches himself or it's 50% of what he was, you know. But I hear I hear what Ari's saying, JL. Spread the risk around. I'm damn sure glad that we are not trading for Anthony Davis. I'll tell you that right now. I've been saying it. I, like he said, JLS though best best case scenario is probably if he goes to Boston.
6: That is the best case scenario. I'm I'm rooting for Boston right now. To be honest mm-hmm. with, I want I want them to get A B. And you know what too? Like I uh, I would say this. Your screen up. Go ahead. Okay, I would say this. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I would be open to signing Kemba, and then mm. have. I think, I think Why is that? Because. If you look at the free, you know what? You need guards in this league who can shoot. Mm-hmm. And I love DSJ and there's a possibility he can be good and he can learn to shoot too, but I'm not exactly sure. But I know Kemba, I know what he can do. Right. So what I'm saying is, if you look at the 2020 free agent list, is crap. Cupboard is bare. It's, it's AB in the pips, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much AB in the pips. Yeah. So if we use one max on Kemba, and still keep our flex- flexibility with the cap with signing like short-term deals with free agents. Mm-hmm. And maybe we can, you know, we can still try to collect draft picks and then trade those picks and trade for a star later on down the road to match with Kemba or try to sign AD or, you know what I'm saying? It just keeps, it just it yeah. it's not immediate, but it gets one person in place that kind of gives us a little bit of stability, and then see if we can kind of keep building the next season depending on our assets and uh, and our picks. Mm. Okay.
4: I see a lot of people in the chat are, are steadfastly against this. King Ellis in the chat, I don't know if y'all are related, but uh, he's he's killing you in the chat right now, Jails. He, he's, I mean- he's steadfast <laughs> against Kepa. He's steadfast against man. That's fine.
6: I Kemba, think Kemba Kemba brought Kemba brought his team to the playoffs without LeBron, unlike Kyrie. I'm just saying. I think Kemba by himself. I love Kemba,
4: man, but Kemba by himself. See, the thing is, is we we got to figure out who's going to be the point guard. Is DSJ going to develop into the point guard of the future, or are are we going to have to go back into the draft in in future years and get him? You know.
6: Yeah, that is it's a risk. You don't. It's a risk. Everything, everything is, like, listen, all the young pieces are just stock. You don't know if they're going to go high or low. It's all a gamble with every young piece we have mm-hmm. in, in the cover right now. Now, like, I have, pro- I have faith in Mitch. I have faith in uh, Trier. And I have faith in Dotson that they can become NBA rotational players. Uh, and I think DSJ could be something solid as well. But will DSJ be like a lead guard eventually? Who knows? I don't know. That's the question. That is the question, man. Uh, let's and go. Point, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Finish it. T- oh yeah. I, 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 I was gonna say, in the point guard, to me, is like one of the most important, critical pieces in that you know, for a team to make the get the engine to run, especially point guards you can shoot, especially in this in today's NBA. Critical, so, man. Yeah It's is critical Uh, Let's go back to the phones But first and
4: foremost Shout out to everybody in the chat Hit that thumbs up button For your boys Mike Oliva I see what's going on Ricky King uh, She What's going on man King Ellis How's everything Yao Song Ernesto Loxman What's going on Above the rim in here How's everything going uh, JL Who so you got in your chat
6: I got yo What's going on I got the Goonies over here What's going on The Goonies Wilson I see you Wilson Aracena Okay Chize Carter Cody Emmanuel, Yao Song Sammy Soso We got the
4: sirens going in That's good luck <laughs> yeah. Every time you hear the sirens it, It's good luck It adds another five years to your life
6: Word word Sir one Yao Song What's going on man Shells what's going on Shells I
4: see you man Alright let's go back to the phones We haven't heard from our guy Julian Since like the last game of the season man He just abandoned. He only wants to talk regular season man Julian what's happening bro
7: you know uh, I've I've been uh, in LeBron playoff mode I haven't been uh, (laughs) talking to anybody nah but uh, what I wanted to get to today was one this whole point guard situation two you know Kyrie signing with Rock Nation and uh, yeah that's that's basically what I wanted to get to so um, you know now since I know Jay Ellis was just talking about uh, how he maybe want might want Kemba mm-hmm. or money out might want, want Kemba on the team next year. Um, I don't think that's the way to go. I think, you know, especially, you know, me being the Knicks fan that I am.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: Uh, you know um, Greg Anthony's kid? Cole yeah, Anthony, Cole Anthony, yep. He's going to North Carolina next year. He's going to North Carolina next, next year, and he's supposed to be one of the best guards in next year's draft class. You know, say DSJ isn't uh, – you know our, our lead guard of the future. We could always just be bad next year and get him, uh, or this kid R.J. Hampton, who's going to play overseas in Australia. That's
6: not a guarantee. You know, there's
7: all sorts of options.
4: <laughs> yeah, clearly the you way the the,
7: the, the way the lottery's
4: going, that's damn sure not a guarantee. I think I think it, I think it serves us better to be competitive, as competitive yeah. as can be,
7: and and you know no, if we no, no, miss the playoffs, we'll no. be alright. We're going to be competitive. I think I think uh, Perry and Mills aren't gonna do the same uh, sort of thing that we did last year. I think we'll probably sign um, like guys like of like Julius Randle's caliber to like one plus ones with team options mm-hmm. and and give them like a, like say say for example give like Julius Randle two years for forty million, but the second year is a team option, so you know he can come here. He can get his numbers up. He can get a, a paycheck from another team for a long-term deal, and we can get uh, some numbers out of him, and, and maybe we can get the 30, 35 wins next year. Okay. So, because you want to be in that six to ten spot.
4: Hey, that's what I'm uh, saying. I mean, we see, we seen in the lottery this year that uh, yeah. it, it certainly would help. You know, yeah, it, it certainly would help,
6: man. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're mid-tier anymore, man. You could be that middle team in the playoffs.
4: Or like or just missing it and yeah. still win the line. Yeah, you like, got you gotta be still being the in that fourteen. You still gotta be in that fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate the yeah. call, Julian. Good uh, to hear
6: from you again, bro. You think you think Randall will take a two year deal at his age with his
4: like Well, it all depends on what the market is. I think it might right now it's too early to tell what the market is for a lot of guys, you know what I mean? But uh out. yeah, go ahead. No, I would love
6: Randall for two years. I feel, I, don't, I feel like I feel like two year deals are, are more uh you know more for vets and not like that. that yeah.
4: Young-ish. Right. You know? Right. That that's for like guys rehabbing from injury, you get like a one to two year deal, of like much older vets. But you never right. know if a market dry up for a player, or you know you might have to slightly overpay for. Them. But if you have time on your side, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you go that route.
6: Yeah, man. Unless Fizz really starts to talk for real, for real about expanding your game and not to do this for you and that for you. Yeah, I don't know we'll see like like it did to uh, Mario
4: facts we'll <laughs> so yeah Woz confirmed Kyrie has partnered is expected to partner with Rock Nation Sports yeah rock nation
6: sports
4: uh, i think Cody was we'll yeah i'm i'm confirmed Woj, i'm pulling up Woz's tweet right now so that's confirmed okay. Kyrie it. partners with them.
6: Yeah. Interesting. Boston, star, Kyrie, Spettin, Farmer, Rock, interesting. Nathan. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. We'll keep talking. Harry fired his longtime agent, Jeff Welschler.
4: Interesting. I'm I to subscribe things so it looks so big. Shout out to So for subscribing. Not sure why that came out ginormous, but uh, yeah, that that's what happens sometimes. Okay. <laughs> Alright, let's go let's go to Brooklyn, speaking of Rock Nation. Let's go to uh Jay from Brooklyn wants to talk about the K D news and the off season plans. Jay, how you feeling? What's going on, brothers? I'm
8: doing good. I can't complain, good. man.
6: Alright.
8: Yeah, um I I really don't even know what to do now. Like, it's sad that K D is injured. It's very unfortunate, but Business is business, man, and I feel like we should move on from KD. Everybody should just, you know, go with the youth movement, and you know, draft a guy that's good. And if not, I don't, I don't know what else to do, man. I, I'm just like, wow, it, it happens again. The Knicks always
4: just Murphy's Law, man. Something
8: crazy happens all the time, man. Like, what do you do, man? What do you do? Facts.
4: Yeah. Uh it's a gamble, man. You
8: know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really, I'm really trying to look and see like who's maybe available. What do you think about Brad Bill? You think the Knicks could probably get him for, you know, like two future picks and maybe a young piece, you know, something. I don't I don't know what, to say, man. I don't <laughs> <laughs> my, guy,
4: my guy's at a loss right now, Jails. What do we tell yeah, this guy know. right like, now? We
8: gotta man. get something. We gotta get something, man. We gotta come out with something this season, man. Yeah. We can't we can't just this youth movement is cool, but it – we need something to upstart it. You feel me? We gotta have one piece at least, you know, to get these guys up.
6: Like
4: I feel you, man. That's I solid, you. man. Bradley Bill's gonna cost though, JLs.
6: Yeah, that's why I said Kimba. You don't have to. You don't have to. You have to give no assets up. But, you know.
4: Bradley Bill's gonna cost. So you're gonna have to give up. I mean, I think he's scheduled to make yeah. like thirty something this year.
6: And he's, 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 but yeah, he's gonna take a few free. He's gonna take a few first round picks. To get.
4: Facts. It's going gonna, it's gonna to cost. It'll be less than 80, probably, but it's going to cost. Definitely going to cost. Um, salute to Jay from Brooklyn on that one. Let's go uptown. Noah from Harlem says he wants no part of KD, man. Noah, what's going on? How you feeling, bro? Yo,
1: what's going on, y'all? How y'all been?
4: Hey, good. How you doing, man?
1: I'm good, man. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Not at all. We. It, 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 it comes to a point. Where you got to listen to the signs, man. Like, what more we need? How many more signs are we going to take until we looking like a damn begging dog out here, man? It's not meant to happen, especially with this happening. Even if KD came back healthy, it won't be for us, and I'll guarantee that. If he went to any other team, he might come back healthy. The fact that it's the Knicks.
4: We don't have that good luck, man. We don't have that type healthy, of luck, then. man.
1: I'm telling you, it's something people be thinking. We playing with this bad luck thing, man. CP, it's... it's, For years, we've said it. And then people take it as a joke. Some people take it serious. But if this ain't pure, just right in front of your face, it was like the Ewan thing. When they announced that Ewan was going to do the draft, I flipped my lid. I'm like, (laughs) how are you going to get Ewan, the one person that has the biggest draft conspiracy in NBA history to do the draft where we need Zion. It's not going to happen. It's not. <laughs> so we want KD. All of the news is saying that KD going to be here. He's moving his business. He's doing this. He's buying a house. Everything coming to New York, New York, New York. He get this damn little injury. That was the first one. Then he come back to prove something. He actually, he didn't tear his Achilles, bro. He ruptured his whole Achilles. And we sit in here like, nah, we're going to. Yo, it drives me crazy. People was okay with the KP trade because they didn't want to give him a big contract because they didn't know oh, yeah, how he that, was going to be. That That's is one knee thing. Yeah.
9: But I was everybody thinking about is that. is
1: going crazy like, no, y'all would be stupid if you don't get KP's.
4: I was thinking about that man and, and, and no appreciate the call, man. We just got a lot of calls so we're trying to run through it. I was thinking about that too, JL. It's like how many of the people who were glad we didn't keep K- KP because of the injury concerns were the same people that would welcome Kevin Durant.
6: Well, I wasn't one of them. I was saying that KP could uh, come back and he's young and I feel like he'd be he'd be back strong. But um he was just more of a snake, so I was like, I got over go real quick. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, I hear you man I hear you Yeah I mean listen Um, I think Noah Noah ha- has a good point on it We just don't have Between Amari Allen Houston Glenn Rice I mean Glenn Rice Was a little bit Was was pretty much washed By the time he came here But even still You know they try to build Like a little bootleg Big three With with, with Houston Sprewell and Glenn Rice That was a failure You know yeah. I mean on and on And on down the road Mellow Yeah You know When When Mellow um, spraying that What he spraying that Patella or PCL or something I don't think he was ever The
6: same after that mm. You it,
4: mean he
6: was the, 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 when he was like Jogging backwards And trickle with the ref or something
4: the, There was one the, It was the one year Where he was supposed to have Surgery on his knee And he postponed it Because he wanted to be In the all-star game at MSG mm. And he had that knee surgery And after that He was never really the same
6: Yeah man You're right We don't really have no, I, don't, I hate doing that, yo. I hate going back to the, the Knicks always have bad luck. I don't like – I'm an energy guy. I don't like pulling all that energy out there. I don't believe in luck. I believe in making your own destiny. Yeah. And if we prepare and we make the right moves, then we will get the luck, which is just, to me, just, you know, basketball intelligence. Right. And things will turn out right for us eventually. Right. I don't believe in that bad luck.
4: And and you know, uh, King Ellis in the chat says, "Well, none of those guys is the top two playing in the league." But I mean, does talent really matter about uh, when it comes to your body? I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm just I'm just putting it out there. The, does, does 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 his status in the league have anything to do with? He's a seven footer who already had a major foot surgery and now has another major lower leg injury in terms of the. Achilles. I don't know. It depends
6: on. Does it, depends, it matter? It depends on your view. Did you listen to the Alan Hahn show? Alan Han. I didn't hear. Allen Hahn He he believes that he will be one of those Dominique Wilkins cases because Kevin Durant is that special kind of crazy who worked so hard to to get back. He worked so hard to get to that top spot that he believes that that will translate into him working back from that injury. So he's one of those guys who fully believes the Knicks should go all in. On Kevin Durant because he believes Kevin Durant will absolutely come back and kill it. So yeah,
1: <laughs>
6: that's another perspective. <laughs> it's it's iffy, man. Shout out to
4: everybody in the chat once again. If you guys were here for Ian Begley, Ian Begley was here with us, dropped some gems on us. Uh was able to give us a couple minutes of his time. You know, it's a busy off season, so obviously he couldn't, um, you know, be here uh, in in the the whole lot of time of the stream. But we definitely appreciate and giving us 15-20 minutes to talk about the Knicks offseason, man. Mm-hmm. Gregory W., what's going on? G. Andresi, what's going on? John Talento, what's going on? TM in the chat. Salute to TM Frank Matos. Anthony Parasol, what's going on? The Dr. Carpy, how's everything, man? Uh, hit that thumbs-up button for your boys, definitely. Let's go back to the phones. Let's, let's take a couple more calls. Uh Kyrie from Uptown, he says he he's for signing KD, but not Kyrie. Kyrie, what's going on?
9: Yeah.
10: What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Oh. I just wanted to uh, I wanted to touch on the uh, Kevin Durant thing. Mm-hmm. I, I would go all along with Kevin Durant, and uh, but at, under one condition, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't want Kyrie Irving because after seeing what he did with the Boston Celtics, the team got worse. Like. He's a he's a coach. I think he's a coach killer, a chemistry killer. Like I just don't trust him as a leader. And with all these young and up and coming players that we have, I I wouldn't. If if Kevin Durant means Kyrie Irving in the package deal, then Kevin Durant he could go to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I would, at that wow. point I would just change the game plans.
4: <laughs> yeah, that I, I would. No, that and I don't. You don't, don't, get Kawhi I, don't. Leonard, I would I would take him as a package deal. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, wouldn't I would get ship him Kawhi Brooklyn. Brooklyn.
10: I mean, I, I just don't like Kyrie Irving. I, I just don't trust him. I just don't trust him as a locker room guy. Like, I just don't think he would. He just seemed like a selfish player to me. That's just me. Yeah. And uh, I, I would go either R.J. Barrett or I would tra- try to trade back. And the other guy in the draft I'm sold on is Kevin Porter from USC. Okay. Kevin Porter Jr. I think he's going to be possibly the steal of the draft.
4: Okay. Yeah, some people do, man. Pre- appreciate yeah. the call, Kari, and we're gonna be doing our draft um episode week from tonight, next Wednesday. Shwini from Posting and Toasting is gonna to join us. We're gonna talk R.J. Barry. gonna talk Culver. We're gonna talk DeAndre Hunter. All of that. I know J.L. You had him on your show last week, or the week before that. Yeah,
6: yeah. all the explicitives, and he's definitely Team Culver. Yeah, so this, is, this should be a fun chat. Uh, yeah, it
4: should be a fun one. <laughs> should be a fun one. So that'll be next week, uh, I believe, 9 p.m. Eastern. We'll, we'll be uh, going into our draft, do our mock drafts, and and head into the draft. If anybody's going to be at the draft next Thursday, we will be there. Me, Jay Ellis, Nick's Fan TV, Dave, the whole family will be there. We'll be live streaming, and during pregame, we'll be live streaming inside the draft, and then afterwards, we'll be headed over to Slattery's Pub, Midtown, NYC, where we had the the draft lottery party. Uh, we'll be there with the rest of the gang, posting and toasting Knicks Film School, uh, locked on Knicks. Those guys. And uh, and hanging out with them.
6: Yo, CP, I wanted to ask Ian about Garland so bad, but I thought it was out. Of, I thought it was not my place.
4: Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should've. You, you should've. I, at man. the
6: end, when he's talking about the other. He's like, I don't. He's like, I know they like Kover, and I know, I know mm. they like. I'm he like,
4: said reddish. She said they like reddish, yeah, reddish
6: too. He said reddish and Culver. I was like, yeah. Garland. Did they like Garland? <laughs> yeah,
4: she she should have asked vet. <laughs> You should have asked him. All right, let's let's take. Uh, we got about ten minutes more. Let's let's take a couple more calls. Let's go to um. Let's go to Brick City, man. Justin from Newark. He wants to talk about the off season and uh, not signing KD. Justin, what's going on, bro?
9: Hey, what's going on, CP? A uh, big fan of the show. Uh, first time caller. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys, both you guys, you know, you do great work, man. Thank you. Uh, talking about Knicks, some real talk. Uh, un- unlike uh, unlike that ESPN. FS1, uh, all that other crap, man, in the, in the media, <laughs> just, just nonsense. So, for real. But, but anyway, I just want to uh, touch on uh, what a previous caller said, uh, Ari, who made some really good points. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was talking about doing, you know, uh, uh, going after Props, KD, uh, Kawhi, you know, making the push, uh, the pitch for, uh, you know, those big time free agents. And, 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 Staying with the youth movement at the same time. Now, a different idea could be: if you don't get Kawhi, if you don't get Kevin Durant, why not go after some free agents that also fit the timeline of the youth movement, uh, like you know Julius Randle, or you know maybe D'Angelo? If the Nets, if the Nets don't want to keep him, they prefer Kawhi. Maybe bring him over to the Garden, you know, or, or even perhaps. Getting involved and seeing what how much Washington wants for Bradley Beal. I mean that that, that you figure that's a pretty decent offseason if you bring in two of those guys or even all three uh, to pair with, um, you know, some uh, you know whoever's left, you know, out of your assets. I don't know what you think about that.
6: Good. I think it all depends on the fle- like the flexibility. Like like I said, especially for D'Lo, somebody like D'Lo, I think he's gonna look- he's looking for a bag, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think D'Lo is gonna come into this all season mm-hmm. like a, a one two year deal, pay cut type situation. Especially considering he's from Brooklyn and it's like this weird Brooklyn Knicks kind of rivalry. Like I don't think there's gonna be some like yeah we'll give you a deal and just I don't see that happening. Um, mm. uh, Randall. Randall as well. I mean, I would love Randall here for a one- to two-year deal, but like I said, the same mm-hmm. that same kind of thinking. I'm not sure if these youthful guys will will take uh, a cut in years to play with us. I mean, I could be wrong because it happened with Mario Hisonia. Like, he took a... a Fizz got to him, Scott Perry got to him, and I'm thinking maybe that might have worked with Mario because Scott Perry was the one who drafted him in the first place. Mm-hmm. Maybe that had some kind of bearing on him. Mm-hmm and establishing you know, their rapport and taking that, that cut. But I, I'm not sure. Like, It's a good – I would like that to happen. That would be dope if you can keep the flexibility and keep mm-hmm. somebody the youth movement too. But um, I also wouldn't mind right. having – Right. Who can, like, you know, help teach somebody something new and the ins and outs of an NBA offense and defense and have us win more than 17 games, maybe more yeah. to close- I th-
4: I think um, we talked about Randall. I wouldn't mind Randall. Beal is going to cost you still, and I mean, if you're talking about drafting
9: R.J. Barrett,
4: but, you're going to have to put him in that deal. True, uh, but not as Beale. not as
9: yeah, but not as much as uh, certainly trading for AD. Yeah, um, you know you, you you know AD is going to cost you, or at this point, uh, from all the rumors, might cost you four or five assets. Maybe would Beal only cost you maybe two assets, depending on. Uh, who they like, you know? Uh, I think I team. think salary wise, yeah. you would still have to you would
4: still have to make it work.
9: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tossing know?
4: that, tossing that a uh, seven and a half million of Lance Thomas. <laughs> 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 <Something>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> the call, Justin. Man, he said Toss in Lance. I, I mean, hey, uh, hey, pause on that, but yeah, I uh, hear you. Um, okay, who else we got here? Let's go to uh, let's go to Jamal from Jersey want to talk about the KD situation more how are you feeling
2: pretty good how you guys doing good man i just want to say with KD going down i'm definitely with the youth movement now and i wasn't the other day i don't want to trade for AD or none of that my only concern is that if the deal was intact like they say basically all year and behind the scenes everything was signed still delivered and we were supposed to get this guy you can't just ignore this guy, cold turkey. You got to hope that he figure Golden State, think more about stability and Golden State feel bad and gonna offer him the max and he want to stay or come back for one year and play playoff basketball with Golden State because if you just leave this guy, cold turkey because he got injured and everybody's riling around this guy, this stuff resonates with whoever his rep- representation is. His representation got other clients. And this is the kind of way that LeBron and them rule the league with iron fists so of who go there, there, who go here, and who go there. You just can't turn your back. If it was signed, filled and delivered for a year, like they say. Mm-hmm. They say he had nine-figure deals in place that's gone out the window now because he won't be playing next year. So I just want people to be able to pull back the curtains a little bit and realize that like agents and shoe companies kind of run these, these things behind the scenes.
6: Yeah, that's true. So yeah, we got
2: to hope that KD's mindset changing, and now he's just thinking, I'm going to just stay home now, meaning Golden State.
4: Okay. Pre- appreciate the call, man. Definitely appreciate the calls. It's a fair point. Uh, it's a fair point, Jales Um, I forgot who on Twitter, I think it was, uh, was it D- Will Bond, Michael Wilbon was mm-hmm. saying that, um, you know, it-, it could be likely that KD wants to, Stay in Golden State and rehab with the with that training staff, with the training staff that he knows. It's, I don't know it's one because
6: I don't know how bit like how bitter is he, man. That's that's a valid question. Yeah, you hearing stories about the GM crying, Steph crying, and KD is angry as he's receiving the news. So how angry is he? is he holding a grudge against Golden State? Will that affect where he signs? Because if, if the trust is gone, like I said yesterday, the doctors told him that he can't further injure himself. So if that's true, and then he has a, a injury that's kind of like career-threatening, do you want to go back to the place that threatened your career? Like, that's yeah. a little bit of a question. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't know. You know,
4: I think somebody had also said that his mom was on, like, Good Morning America, and she kind of alluded to that. That, you know, there was a trust issue there with the training staff and, and and so on and so forth. It's a lot of blame, a lot of blame game, a lot of point of fingers going around, man. But needless to say, he uh, he did undergo surgery hospital, special surgery here in New York by the next team, Dr. J. Ellis.
6: Yeah. Interesting. Interesting.
10: Very interesting. You know
6: what I mean? Interesting. Yeah. And you also heard that his op- the opt-in was a last resort you heard that, That's dude.
4: what Woe said. Yeah, WO said opting in would be a last resort because that deal is worth thirty million dollars, thirty-one million dollars, and I think the the basically the baseline max that he would come in here and get would be somewhere around like thirty-five or, or more than that. And obviously, uh, opting out and then getting the max with Golden State will be way more than that. It will be closer to forty. Right, so it be kind of like that. That opt in would be like if
6: he had no other deals, and that's like a last minute scenario. And I don't think he's. I think he's going to have other deals, according to what's been reported. Yeah, teams who are going to be able to hit. To the teams are still not deterred. right? yeah, I that's don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't see him returning Golden State. I don't think he will. I I, I don't know, it's
4: man. It's my hunt. It it's crazy. It, it's crazy to think. I mean, somebody said, "Why would uh?" I think the Nets are still in play, though, man. No, I think the Nets are in play. I, I think this whole Ky- pairing Kyrie with D'Lo, I think that's smoke. I think somebody's just trying to be complimentary of D'Lo. I think they would get him out of here in a heartbeat and get Kyrie and KD, Kyrie, Jimmy Butler. If you get Kyrie, oh, there's no reason to have D'Angelo Russell. It doesn't work. Well, what? Yeah.
3: It wouldn't no, work.
6: Gone. Yeah.
4: I, I think D'Lo's <laughs> out of here, man. I think they just try to bleed in that. Somebody in there just trying to leak some nice info to be complimentary of D'Lo. I think he's gone. I, th- I think he's out of there. Yeah. but that's, that's just me. All right, let's go to um, two more calls, and then let's get out of here. Um, hit that thumbs up on, for your boys, man. We had Ian Begley on. Yeah, man. We had Ian Begley on today, and, and you know, Ian's takeaways is basically like, yeah, they're still going to go after KD. They're hoping for Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. He, you know what I'm saying? He, he says uh, uh, Kyrie to uh, Brooklyn. Is a, is a strong possibility.
6: Yeah. Seems um, like a strong deal. Yeah.
4: On the 80 trade, uh, they were hoping to trade for 80 in an, in an attempt to uh, keep him. But obviously, you know, they run the risk of, if he does go to the Lakers, you run the risk of losing him. But I'm I'm still glad we're not putting a package together for Anthony Davis.
6: I, I just, I'd rather yeah. not go that route. Yeah. The news I heard was Knicks kind of, did like a soft package where they, they called to see if they yeah. can involve somebody else in an A-B trade, but it wasn't like, you know, they didn't go all in. Right. They, they refused to live up to the demands of the Pelicans. So Yeah, it's it's, wow. it's too it's
4: too complex. I said at the beginning, it's too complex of a trade when you have other people like Boston who's going to throw Tatum out there. You have the Lakers who will throw the whole damn team out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the number four pick. Yeah. Better but, prospects than, than what we can give them, in my and, opinion.
6: The crazy part is that if KD was healthy, I think we would still, I feel like we might still be in. Mm. Because the incentive would be still be there. Because we have Kyrie over here and he's pretty much guaranteeing he's gonna be with the Nets. And depending on where Kemba goes, you still want to have, you still want KD to have a running mate. So I feel like the the Knicks might've went harder to try to get AD here if uh, KD was healthy. Yeah, it's a fair point.
4: That's a fair point, man. Shout out to Philip Ross in the chat. He says he's new. Shout out to Philip. Welcome to uh, the number one show on YouTube for the fans, by the fans. This is the offseason central where we break down the Knicks news and rumors of the off-season. Ian Begley was here earlier. If you haven't caught that conversation, rewired to the beginning. It's all the way at the beginning. Ian Begley was here, joined us and uh, gave us some tidbits on the, on the Knicks. Word. Uh, he thinks they're gonna bring ISO back. He thinks there's a good chance they they keep that team option on ISO. Zo so,
6: I'd be surprised, man, if they didn't bring him back. You think so? I yeah, like the way free agency is going is, is leading up to right now. I'd be very surprised if ISO is not back. Right, if he's surprised. not back, if he's not back,
4: not back. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I think I think they bring ISO back. The way things are going.
6: Yeah, ISO, docs in there. Like I, I definitely expect those guys to be back.
4: Yeah. I definitely expect them to be back. Okay, um, two more calls and we get out of here. Let's go to uh, North Carolina. Jay from North Carolina. He wants to talk about the off-season plans in general. Jay, how you feeling, bro?
1: Hey, how you doing, sir? Um, Good. Thanks for having me on. I listen to y'all show. Y'all guys are doing a great job, man. Thanks, man. guys like y'all that need to be in them positions. Like them such and such guys on them ESPN positions because they <laughs> they talk against us.
4: Well, you know, listen, man, we you know got, we mean? got our own thing, man. A, we got our own thing, and and with so much support, we got I, I over six hundred people watching us here. We, you know, we don't need the large platforms, man. We could build our own organic movement for the fans yeah. by the fans. That's what we're doing right now. Facts.
1: <laughs> and then y'all doing a great job, man. I just want to drop a couple of lows, man. A couple of guys, you know, they doing some homework. Guys, some about back. Um, Kevin Porter Jr., you know, mad nice, mad nice. I could see us maybe trading back with somebody like Atlanta with two slots, you know what I'm saying? That's just an option, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe another trade with Washington, something with Bill, that's an option. But for real, for real, we need to go ahead and let everybody on The Kevin Durant thing, the AD thing, man, all that's been in wish by young dudes. But a couple guys out there that's doing it that I just see us find.
4: Oh, we, we lost. My, my fault, Jake. Uh, you gotta you gotta call back man we lost the the connection was wasn't too good. all right Tyrone from the Bronx he wants to talk about uh building around the youth Tyrone go ahead
11: bro listen man we we, we gotta build around the youth we've been talking all of this trash all year about you know building through the draft building through the draft and now as soon as the season ends, as soon as our season ends, now everybody all of a sudden want to talk about making all these trades and all that. And quite frankly, I was with it. I was with it up until KD's initial injury. I was all about it. And then I was kind of skeptical. Then everybody's talking about getting Anthony Davis and trying to gut the whole team and get rid of Mitchell Robinson. It's not happening. We don't need to do that. Mitchell Robinson is a diamond in the rough. We need to keep him. I personally believe Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, is a freak of nature, and he could be next up under the coaching of of, of, uh, of Fidsdale, right? But to, to sit here and say we want to cut the whole gut the whole team to get these all-star players, it's ridiculous. It's literally going against the very formula of why we fell in love with the coaching staff and the GM in the first place, because they was talking that talk. And now everybody's getting away from what they were talking about in the beginning. So we need to keep what we got and just continue to build. If you look at every major team in NBA history, they all built on a slow grind. No, none of these teams just popped up out of nowhere. they teams built through the slow grind. So why are we trying to go against the grain and go against this different formula? All we got to do is just build slow, build slow. Anything is better than winning 17 games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anything is better. And even if we were to win 15 games next year, as long as we are developing these players uh, uh, for the future, that's what I'm worried about. Uh, we've been we've been losing for 18 years, guys. You know, the sky's the limit from here. All you can do is look up. You know, I don't want to sound like one of them, them crazy dudes that's you know a diehard Knicks fan. But let's be real. Like, what? Where else can we go but up from here? Save the money, do what we can, pay the players that need to get paid, and and don't even worry about the draft. Don't worry about KD. Dancer, don't worry about AD, and don't worry about Kyrie. Keep who we got. Don't even worry about Kawhi. Just build slowly with who we got, and and you're going to find that these players are going to want to continue to play for this team. They want to stay forever. If you look at Golden State, that's the formation that they built over Mm -hmm. there. We can do the same thing. Okay.
4: Appreciate the call, man. Appreciate the call, Tyro. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, listen, there's a gamble with the youth build. There's a gamble. There's there's always risk, right, Jay Ellis? I mean.
6: Yeah, like. Yeah, like every team didn't do that. Like every team didn't build through the, like the Celtics didn't do it, the, the, the Miami didn't do it. Like there were teams who forged a team by trades and, but I mean, but there are teams who did build through the draft too. Yeah. There's not, there's no, there's more than one way to build a contender in a championship. Right. Team.
4: But see, the thing is, is that the thing is, it still comes back to the draft, even if you're trading, because there's no way the Celtics get Kevin Durant. I mean, Kevin Garnett if Al Jefferson isn't a formidable draft prospect to trade. That's you get what I'm saying? That's they true. still had Paul Pierce, who was a superstar at the time. That's you know, true. you talk Miami, D-Wade was still homegrown, you know. Yeah, that, 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 that Miami thing was just different. Because, number one, you had one of the greatest players of all time with LeBron James that changes everything, first off. He's a game changer. Then you had another one of the greatest of all time in Dwayne Wade put that with another superstar with, with Chris Bosh, and they all took less money to play together, that's a once-in-a-lifetime situation where they all become free agents at the same time, and they decide that's to sacrifice.
5: To <laughs> yeah.
4: That's, that, to that's, what, that's what we were trying to do. Well, who, know, who knows if, if Katie, Kyrie, and whoever was going to sacrifice that?
6: Yeah. That's, it, not, that's,
4: that's, the, that's the thing. Yeah. Money now. Jamal that's, in the chat said, you always need assets. Whether you're building with them or you're going to trade them, you always need those assets.
6: Well, this year is going to be telling for us because right now people are saying, "Oh, the Knicks don't have the assets; Knicks don't have the assets." But uh, we're going to show improve because we you know we have a lot of first round picks coming into to the season. Plus, we have a lot of youth. And you know what? A year with the youth movement and a year under the development of uh, David Fisdale and the training staff. We'll see what's going to happen with these, with these assets. Now we'll see if people say that come next season if these guys are still here.
4: Absolutely man And with that J. man Let's wrap up For tonight man Go ahead and, and wrap
6: Alright man You know what it is Listen if you're Looking to write Definitely hit me up On uh, the Nick Podcast at Gmail.com Or you can just Hit me up On uh, my uh, My Twitter Or Instagram Man if you want to write uh, Shout out to, to Dave Ms. made debut The other day uh, Great job So also You know what You can find My podcast Or my show With my friends on youtube.com slash show, it's called Show. of course you can also listen to that on SoundCloud iTunes uh, Google Play Spotify we usually drop every Tuesday on SoundCloud and usually Wednesday on YouTube it's a summer schedule so it's a little slower but definitely check that show out and hope you enjoy and yeah that is it and look out for some merch coming soon that's
4: you, All right. Appreciate you, JLs. Good show as right. usual, my dude. And uh thanks for everybody for joining us tonight, man. We had Ian Begley. From SNY, hit that thumbs up on your way out For Ian Begley Come come on man, man. come on man We had Ian Begley on the show Dropping some off-season tidbits Shout out to everybody that tuned in Share these videos, very important for you guys To share these videos on any social media platform That you're on The more Knicks fans we get on the calls The more we get in the chat, the better the show becomes So this is what we need This is the support that we need to build this thing up From a grassroots, organic level so we hope you guys enjoyed that, man. Definitely hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, merch, Knicks Fan TV merch. There's a link in the video description. Catch this show in audio format. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever you guys use. It's on the Knicks Fan TV, Very easy to find. If you're at work tomorrow and you can't watch video, YouTube draining your battery. Listen to it in the audio format, in the podcast format. Once again, share these videos on Twitter. Hashtag PostGameNYK. If you want to join... The exclusive group chats on Twitter and on Discord. We will add you to those chats as long as you share these on Twitter with hashtag postgame NYK, man. And uh yeah, man, once again, shout out to everybody. Let's shout out Robert Paris, always in here, never misses a show. Shout out to Robert, Louie Luck, appreciate you. Andrew, thanks again. Shout out to everybody that called in. Ari, always a good call. Knicks fan TV Dave, great job as usual. Uh, JL, so you want to shout out, man?
6: Uh, everybody in the chat, Cody man. Cody day one Wilson. There's a lot of day ones in here. Yeah, There's-
4: Cody hasn't uh, called in uh, in a while, man. We gotta hear from Cody, man.
6: Yeah, Cody hasn't called in, in a while. Yeah, call in Cody. Let's see. Uh, Coach eyes Carter Wilson Yao Song. Oh man, everybody. Uh, Go scrap Sosa Sir One. Hey, running YouTube man. Nell Jersey Goonies uh, Hood Politics. Yep.
4: Optimus Everybody. 2G, appreciate it, man. Jaden, appreciate it. Gary Singh. We're out of here, man. Be sure to check out the rest of the videos on the channel. We got a ton of content. All Knicks fan TV. Ton of podcasts on the Nick of Time show. Doesn't have to end here, man. Leave some comments on these videos. Leave some comments and continue the conversation. We definitely appreciate it. You guys have a good night, man. Peace.